Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix ninety four point one. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, June fifteenth. Good morning. Thank you guys for joining us for this half hour just for you guys waking up early. I want to say good morning to everyone checking in on our text line at 702-364-9400. Raul, Cujo, Jan, Zach, Rudy, Melissa, Francis, Marcus, Maria, Texas Moore family. Also checking in on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM is Mike. Don, Melody's Lori. Uh, we have John checking in. Heather, David, Jessica, all listening. Thank you guys for that. And here we are, midweek. Good morning. How you doing? Not too bad over here. All is well. It was a great day yesterday. I think I'm due for a new laptop. It keeps crashing and then was working fine this morning. And I, I just closed it up and I got here and there's all kinds of errors and everything. I had to do a major reboot on my Laptop. I got this thing back in 2015, so I think it might be time for a new one, but that's a process, is it not? Like, I don't know if everything's saved in the cloud and get everything on the new one, but I think that the time is now, I think, for a new laptop. Um, it, I mean, it's as simple as just backing up your computer, and then uh, d- I would order it now because they don't. I mean, depending on the one you want, they uh, don't just have a overstock of laptops. Like you might have to wait a, a few weeks. Oh, is it, to like get a, it. Is it really? Yeah, because uh, my husband's buddy needed a new computer. He was asking for my husband's help and uh-huh. and how much you know he wanted memory wise and stuff like that. And they did not have it. He had to he has to wait for it to be built. So oh, yeah, really? I, okay, I would, that's a good. It, it just depends on what you want. Uh, but I, I mean, I I think it's relatively easy i mean if you have the uh the macbook like i th- i believe you do yeah i literally like did the backup on my computer or on my macbook and then i set them next to each other when i turned the new one on and it just sucked in all the information oh, did it really? is that, it was, that yeah. simple it was super easy yeah so yeah don't 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 think that it's going to be hard when you don't know yet that that's is what true. my husband always says because i'm like oh it's too hard he's like don't think it's gonna be hard till you know that's so funny because i always do that yeah and, and this thing has been this thing has been going down and i've been like living on the edge doing some stuff and not saving my work 
and they'll crash. Like, no, no, please tell me it auto-saved, oh. auto-saved, opens up, and the document that I was working on is there, but the stuff that I did for the past two hours or whatever is not there. It's like, <sighs> no! That is the worst feeling that has happened to me before. Oh, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. And so then this morning, this I think it was a sign, because a restart thing popped up that I've never, a different style of restart. Something weird came up, so I think that's a sign to start working on getting a new laptop. The time is now, my friend. Yes. It's been a good run. Start looking oh, into buddy. it now while you, while you can. So. How you doing over there? How was your day? I'm doing well. Doing well. Just, uh, you know, kind of got a late start this morning. I had a couple of things I needed to do before I realized it. I was like, oh my gosh, I should have left 15 minutes ago. So I'm kind of kind of running uh, on uh, on adrenaline this morning. But all is good. Had a good night last night. Um, took uh, took my daughter to vote for the first time yesterday. That was very exciting. It was I the saw first the time picture. She could actually vote. How excited! Was she super excited about the whole thing? Yeah, she was. Yeah. It was funny though. We went to the place to vote, and we get there, and we you know we all have our our ballots because they sent them to us. And if you vote in person, you're supposed to turn them in, you know, because you you know they don't want you to vote twice. Can't vote and, twice, people. Yeah, and uh, so we bring them with us, and we get there, and the line is around the building. I've never seen a line like that for a primary vote. I could not believe it. I was like, where does this where does this line end? And we're looking and looking. I'm like. Oh, forget it. So we all just took a pen out and sat in the car and filled out ballots <laughs> and then dropped them off because I was like, I, this is going to take forever. Right? There's no way. I'm, I'm just going to fill out this one and, and we're going to end up mailing it in after all. That's, it worked out well. They had them in your hand. Yeah. Did you put it inside the secrecy sleeve? Yes, we did. <laughs> Actually, my husband told me, he's like, I didn't put mine in the secrecy sleeve. I was <laughs> like, uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. I don't know if yours is going to count. And so hopefully it does. But yeah, so we did that yesterday. That was exciting. I was like, well, even though you didn't go in, I want to take a picture of you so we can document this. Make sure you remember this. And she's like, okay. But it's just so funny. She's like, uh, what, what do I, who should I vote for, 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 you know, this commission seat or this board seat? And I was like, vote for who you want. You got to research the candidates. So then she starts Googling people. I'm like, hurry it up. <laughs> we got to go. Who has the coolest name? That's how we go by here. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's, that's exciting. And I remember doing that for the, for the first time, but just not realizing that like county commissioners did it. I thought I was just voting for the, because my first election would have been, it was a presidential election. And I'm like, I thought I just voted on the president. And there's other things we had to vote on. Oh, boy. Yeah, there was a lot to, to vote on, at least for us. I mean, I know it's different um, from party to party, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, there was a, quite a bit to vote on. So, yeah, we did that yesterday. Had a nice dinner. It's just nice to have the whole family back it, together now that my husband is back in town. So that was, yeah, that was about it for us. Um, really excited about the show today. We have a lot coming up, uh, including more of those Post Malone tickets. We keep getting texts and tweets from people asking about those. They haven't even gone on sale yet, but yes, we have two pairs to give away. One in the 7 o'clock hour and one in the 9 o'clock hour, so make sure you are listening for that, but let's get things started. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Mr. Jones by Counting Crows? Stupid Girl by Garbage. Or do you want to hear A Moment Like This by Kelly Clarkson? A moment like this Some people wait a lifetime For a moment 
choices. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Amber Heard recently sat down with NBC's Savannah Guthrie to discuss the verdict in the trial against Johnny Depp. And it's already produced an even better clip than anything we saw in the courtroom. At one point, Savannah asks, well, I'll, I'll just play the clip. Here's the question, and here is the answer from the interview. The Depp lawyer called your testimony the performance of a lifetime and said you were acting. What do you say to that? Says the lawyer for the man who convinced the world he had scissors for fingers. I'm the performer. The clip has gone viral um, because a lot of people heard about it and don't believe it's actually she said that. And so people are searching it and the clip has gone viral because people don't even believe it. I uh, I would say I don't think she's that great of an actress, so I don't know if that was the <laughs> I, I mean, no, and meaning I don't think she was acting. Oh my god, she, she got a nosebleed. I got a nosebleed. <laughs> I, I just looked nosebleed. up. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell by by your voice that you didn't sound stuff that way. I looked up. I'm like, we got a nosebleed. I know. We got a bleeder. We got a bleeder. We got a bleeder. I, I sneezed right before <laughs> the you? end of Glass Animals, and again, you can guarantee I did not use my saline spray in the morning if I get a nosebleed. And I did not. And I was like, oh, no, I'm getting a nosebleed. Here we go. But, you know, we, we fight through it. You do. You're a pro because last you had one last week and I posted a video of it. And so did people comment like, wow, what a professional. She's still going. I'm like, yeah, it didn't face her the least. We, we don't got time for that. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. Well, BTS, if you, if you didn't hear the news, is going on hiatus. They made the announcement on Tuesday. Now, check this out. Am I saying the label right? Hybe? Hybe. Hybe. Yes. Hybe, the label behind the K-pop supergroup, has seen their stock price plummet after the band announced they would be going on a temporary break. Shares dropped as much as 28% within the first hour of trading today. And the company is currently headed for its lowest close on record since it went public in 2020, wiping out as much as $1.7 million in market value as of this morning. I've I've been reading a, a lot about it. Like yeah. yesterday, like this was my whole day. My daughter was so upset. Um, it, and so I've been reading a lot about it. And they are say a lot of the people that I follow that are fans, they'll do translations. And they said the translation they used, they used the word hiatus and it was the wrong word. But it, there's there's not really an English word that described the pa- like pause or break like hiatus. So when they did the translations on the video, they had the subtitles on there and they're like, they really used the wrong word. And I think that threw people for a loop thinking like, oh gosh, like this is another one direction thing. They're all going to go their separate ways. And so I was reading a lot about it yesterday because, you know, I'm a fan. I was a little upset too. And it does, it sounds like they're, they're still working. They're Focusing on their solo projects right now. J-Hope has his solo thing coming out in the middle of next month. And then all the other members kind of have theirs that are going to trickle out. But they're still going to do their show, Run BTS. They're still working together. They're just not going to do music right now until they do their solo things. And then they're going to come back together. I see. That's what, that's what everything a is saying. Bit. A little bit. Yeah. But still, I mean, I think... Uh, 
I was expecting them to announce a world tour. So oh, man. I, I was like, oh, excuse me? What? Imagine finding out your favorite band is going to take a little time off. Yeah. It's, 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 it's shocking news. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1645. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to the show. Here we are. It is Wednesday, midweek already. How do we get here? This this week's going by fast for me. How's it going for you? Same, same. It's Wednesday. What's happening here? What is happening? What was that? I was, th- I was literally, I was throwing a curveball like 60 seconds before the uh, the show was about to start. Someone sent me a link. Um, all that flooding up there, the Montana, Yellowstone, it's just, I mean, it's, it's bad up there. And Yellowstone, a lot of the roadways have been washed out and it's it shut down. You can't get in and out of Yellowstone. Well, you can get out of Yellowstone if you're in there, but you can't get in Yellowstone and drive through it. And that is like the major quarter for us for our vacation coming up here in just a couple of weeks. And they're saying that Yellowstone might be shut until well after the busy tourism season. Well, so I was just yeah. looking at stuff like ah that might just uh, have a little damper on the second part of our trip coming up um are you you guys are doing a road trip right you guys are driving yeah so we uh we uh do the first half we drive up to jackson hole which is 10 hours away and it's awesome up there we do a couple days there in jackson hole and then we drive through yellowstone to get to cody wyoming and spend the rest of our vacation up in cody wyoming and that's that's the main way to get from jackson hole to cody is to drive through yellowstone you can go around though it's already three hours to drive through the park i mean you can go around the park but you're talking i think it's like a seven hour drive oh my goodness so that's just to me that three hours is cool seven hours that's kind of a game changer so maybe yeah if it's still closed we just do the first part of the trip and come back you but. probably you've got a lot of time though i i mean hopefully you should be okay well they said until after the the, the busy season and busy season up there is july oh man well maybe not so much <laughs> <laughs> we'll see well i'm just you know well, yeah, more important things hopefully everyone's safe up there because yeah. it's do you see that house get washed away there's a house i haven't seen anything on that honestly that's the first i've heard about it yeah i, I haven't seen anything there oh it's bad montana and then into yellowstone and I'm not sure how much Wyoming is being hit with these the historic floods, but there's a river in Yellowstone that it hasn't seen these heights since 1918. Oh, my God. Washing out roads. But there's a video of a house that was near the river and the house is literally floating down the river. It got washed away. Can we get some of that water down here, please? Can we like pipe it in and fill up Lake Mead? Yeah, let's figure that out. We're tired of finding dead bodies. (laughs) (laughs) We want to cover those dead bodies. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like at least keep them underneath the water. Keep them covered. We don't need people boating in. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a... I guess they are talking about uh, piping in some water. My husband was telling me like there's a plan that they're talking about and sending it to a desalination plant and, and something needs to be done it's pretty bad well there was uh we were talking about a couple weeks ago there was someone that was running for governor and um during the debates on channel eight a couple weeks ago and they were asking about every candidate what they would do about lake mead and this guy had an idea about hey you know there's a lot of rain down in new orleans let's uh let's pipe it in here yeah it's like okay I don't, think, plan that, I don't that? think that guy won. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, d- darn. <laughs> I, I don't know who that guy was, but I don't think that guy won. <laughs> he was, I don't know his name either, but he was the wild child. All the other guys were in suits. This guy had like an unbuttoned collared shirt. He's like, well, pipe it in from New Orleans. Oh, okay. Man. Well, we will talk about all, you know, some of the primary results. Not all of them, of course, but we'll run down some of the big races. That from guy the- <laughs> won. <laughs> from the primary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. About, but I, yeah, I definitely don't think that guy will. It really looked like he just walked in off the street. Uh, we're doing 
debates? Yeah, I'll run. My name is Johnny Smith. Here, we're de- oh, what you guys got going on there? Oh, yeah, I'll step up to the podium. Sure, why not? This looks like fun, everybody. <laughs> so, um, did you vote yesterday? Uh, by mail. Not yes. by mail. Yes, yeah. my secretive sleeve. Was it called? <laughs> secrecy sleeve. Sleeve of secrecy. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. We went to we went to go vote, like I was saying earlier, and the lines were just crazy. I could not believe it. I and it was a good thing. Uh, I'd never seen lines like that for a primary. So we ended up just filling out our ballots that we had um, in the car and then just dropping them off because I was like, okay, well, I'm I'm basically going to stand in line to do the same thing. And they have the Dropbox right there. So let's just let's just send these in here because I I was not going to wait in that line. Yeah, much easier, too. Yeah, for sure. I just I wanted my daughter to have the experience of going in and doing the whole, you know, thing in the little booth. And I was like, do you want to go in line? She's like, no. I was like, okay, let's do the car it is. Who's got a pen? Let's work on these now. So like, mom, it's different times. You know, we can vote by mail. She didn't easier care. ways. Yeah, she didn't she didn't mind at all. But that's I mean that's really cool. That's that's exciting times for her to, to do that for the first time. Man, she is just experiencing so many cool things this year. Yeah, it's a big time. I was telling her was telling her the other night, like, you know, she she said that she she was just kind of feeling like in a rut and just, you know, not really sure what to do. And did me and her dad know what to do at her age? And I was like, absolutely not. Don't even worry. I'm like, but this is the time. Like, you know, this is your time. This is things are going to change here. She's like, I hope so. She's like, I don't know what to do. So I feel really bad for her. Aw. Yeah. Well, she's got a good support group around her. We've got a lot coming up on the show today. It's Wednesdays. We have two truths and a lie. We'll do that right around 630. And then about 15 minutes, the early edition of Heads Up. When you win it, this is great. You'll get tickets to see Dude Perfect at MGM Grand Garden Arena. The guys will be here in July. You see them up close and personal. They'll be doing stunts, uh, competitive battles. It's a blast. Those tickets when you win. Heads up. And up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Well, the Golden Knights have a new head coach. We'll tell you who it is. Also, we've heard of the show Squid Game. They're coming back for a second season. But how would you like to play a real-life Squid Game for money? And Baby Ruth, the candy bar, they have a new fashion accessory that you can get Dad for Father's Day. And he may just love this one. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in uh, What's Trending. Six ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning. Right after what's trending, we're doing heads up. When you win it, you get tickets to go see Dude Perfect. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending Woo! on Mix ninety four point one? Okay, this morning Vegas born is trending. The Vegas Golden Knights have finally named their new head coach. Bruce Cassidy, the former coach of the Boston Bruins, was named the third head coach in franchise history for the VGK. Coach said, I am excited to join an organization that shares my commitment to winning and can't wait to get to work with the talent that has been assembled in Vegas. It's been impressive to watch the city embrace the Golden Knights from afar, and my family and I look forward to becoming a part of that. He's going to be giving his introductory press conference at 10 a.m. this morning. That's cool. Welcome, Bruce. Welcome to Las Vegas. Yes, good to have you here. I don't know a whole lot about you, but uh, I've heard good things. I've heard good things. You know who we should ask? Wait. Did does Dave Gosher was he the vo- voice for the Boston Bruins or am I thinking of another team? Didn't Shane Knighty play for the Boston Bruins? Well, yeah, I think yeah. he did, but I I feel like Dave Gosher was the voice of the was Boston the, Brewers. Bruins. So there's a connection there. So he he probably knows him quite well. 
that's I know that's a quick Google, but I just thought of it. Oh, so Steph just said, I believe yes and yes. <laughs> Thank you, Steph. Uh, I love her notes that she puts up for us. They're so cute. Um, it, it, do you think maybe you could reach out to those guys and see if they want to talk about that and see if they know? Uh, no, no, this dude. <laughs> no, Bruce. How long was Bruce up there? Was Bruce Paz? Well, he just got fired. Uh, I, th- I think so. Bruce Cassidy. Let's. Yeah, and he had a, I, uh, he had a great run up there. Playoffs four years in a row or something like that. So he's he's a great coach. Yeah, just didn't work out up there for him. He, he served as head coach of the Washington Capitals and Boston Bruins. He played for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know much about him, but yeah, maybe we can get Dave and Shane on later to to see what they can tell us about the guy. That would be pretty cool. You were thinking about a welcoming present for your new neighbor. What's a welcoming present we can get Bruce? Oh, man. Welcome to the neighborhood. Yeah. Some sunscreen. <laughs> and water. <laughs> Stay hydrated, Definitely. Bruce. I saw those new neighbors yesterday again when we were walking. They were walking right ahead of us, and they're like, hello. They were so nice. I'm like, ah, I got to get. Everyone said I should get them a plant, but there's just so much pressure with a plant. But they now they got to keep it alive. I don't know. I don't know. She's pregnant. I, she, I don't want to give her two things she has to keep alive. You know, that's a lot of work. You got to get their names down first, too. Yeah, that, that's true. We're all like that. You <laughs> meet them. Hey, what was your name again? Oh, I already forget. Um, also trending this morning is Squid Game Challenge. Netflix has greenlit Squid Game The Challenge, a reality competition series based on the 2021 South Korean drama. According to Netflix, the show will be the biggest reality competition series ever ever hosting the largest cast and offering the largest lump sum cash prize in reality television history as 456 players compete for 4.56 million dollars that's crazy oh my gosh contestants will go through a series of games inspired by the original show plus new additions which are all intended to test their strategies their alliances and characters as they are as others are eliminated around them they're currently looking for english language speakers from anywhere in the world so if you're interested go to squidgamecasting.com i didn't watch squid game but wasn't that the premise of the game they walked in thinking they were playing a game and they realized their life was on the line yeah like mm. you die if you lose yeah. I, 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 I kind of twist coming with this one i'm guessing they're not going to kill people on this game show all of a sudden it's like what this is reality <laughs> no. now you people um, and then finally <laughs> finally this morning baby ruth is trending uh they have a new limited edition fashion accessory to celebrate Father's Day this year. It's called The Daddy Ruth by Baby Ruth. What is it? Well, it's nothing to eat. It's actually a cargo tie. Yep, a tie with compartments like you would find on cargo shorts. To get one for dad, you just need to go to Baby Ruth's Twitter and tag someone that's deserving of the product. According to the company, all kinds of things can be stored in the tie. They say Baby Ruth candy bars, screwdrivers, pliers, and more. So if you're looking for a unique, non-traditional Father's Day gift this year... This new product may fit the bill, and that is what's trending. All right, here we go. We want caller 2702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play Heads Up, and this is a cool prize we have for you. All right. You are going to win a pair of tickets to see Dude Perfect at the MGM Grand Garden Arena on July 16th. It should be so much fun. It's easy. Your your categories are are here now. I've got three to choose from. You get to pick your partner, and if you get six in 60 seconds, you are going to win. These tickets are yours right now. Caller 20, you play 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay. 
right, let's get our contestant, Jennifer. You ready to play Heads Up? Yeah, I'm ready. All nice. right, so let's get you your categories. Which one do you want to go with? We have Lois Lane, You've Got Mail, or Fly in the Sky. Let's do Fly in the Sky. Fly in the Sky it is. Okay, Fly a Kite Day is today. So these are all things that fly, okay? Fly in the sky. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I will pick JC. All right. All right, Jennifer. Cool. Here we go. We got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you win, and you start. Now, it's not an airplane. This thing has propellers, though. Flies in the sky. Yes. Birds do what? They, They don't walk. They what? Fly. Yes. You blow this thing up. Sometimes they're made of helium. They float in the air. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll pass on that next one. Um, the the challenger was a what? Not a spaceship, but a you rocket. S- yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, you you, you you fly these. Today is uh, National Blank. Day. Yes, yes. These birds are kind of like I don't know, like flying rats. They're all over Las Vegas. They poop everywhere, and they're. Bat. No, um, you see them on the street, and they usually move at the last second. Uh, yes. 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 Six. Yes. <laughs> nice job, you guys. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Thanks, JC. Thank you, Jennifer. Nice job. You just got tickets to see Dude Perfect at MGM Grand Garden Arena. The guys will be here in July doing all their antics. So you're all set with that. Congratulations. And then we're doing Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour. And when you win Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, you'll get tickets to go see Machine Gun Kelly. You ready? Coming up next, it's two truths and a lie. If you want to check out our faces, because sometimes the faces say it all, all you got to do is jump on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. We will be live streaming two truths and a lie. How it works, two of us will be telling you a true story. One of us will be lying. Can you guess who the liar is? We're going to play Two Truths and a Lie in just about three and a half minutes. It's Mix 94.1. The game is Two Truths and a Lie. It's true. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard. yeah, because babies play that at their birthday party. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is time for Two Truths and a Lie. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us is lying. Can you tell who the liar is? We are live streaming right now on Facebook if you want to check it out. Otherwise... Just listen very carefully. We've all predetermined. We all have our little notes on what we are doing. Are we telling the truth or are we lying? You guys got yours ready to go? Yes. All right. Um, So go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Let me get the clock. We have 30 seconds on the clock and then uh, the wrap-up music will start and the music starts now. Steph, you inspired this story for me, talking about your swimming lessons uh, last week. I took swim lessons at a place called Fanny Chapman and for about a week I through my lessons. I purposely did not try my best because I knew once I graduated this class, I would have to start an hour earlier. So for an entire week, I threw the classes because we're going on vacation at the end of the week. So it was very simple to graduate from this class. We had to swim across one end and back holding our breath. And I kept stopping, stopping, stopping because I didn't want to come in earlier to my swim lessons. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like you're too competitive to do that, that you wouldn't want other people to beat you. I don't know if I believe that. Do you, Steph? I don't believe it whatsoever. I agree <laughs> with you, Mercedes. Yeah, you. I, yeah, I could see you just wanting to be the top of your class. You want to beat the record before. Yeah. And just, I just don't see JC trying to fib at all. I uh, did I did try when I got back. I, I finished it when I got back. We, it was a week. We did vacation. Came back. Did it. Boom. And started an hour earlier after that. Do you remember how long this program, your swimming classes were? 
As in, like, time-wise? I felt like we did it every summer. It was something we did, and, and it's funny because my brother's kids are going there now. We, we did it almost every summer. My sister did it. I did it. My brother did it. I just felt like it was a way for it. It was like daycare for my mom. She'd take us there. She'd drop <laughs> us off. I'd do my lesson. My sister would do her lesson. My brother would be hanging out. The whole entire family Isn't did. every summer program a daycare for <laughs> That's kids? That's what it is. <laughs> oh, we're going to take you to camp. Parents are like, <laughs> like you're gonna learn a lot of skills. Yeah. Gonna gonna I knew how to swim. I was doing great. So I'm like, okay, but get you out of the house. Get you out of the house every morning, all summer long. But I just, I didn't want to get up an hour earlier and come to and do the swim class before vacation. So once vacation came, I, I finished it and did the whole thing. All right, is JC telling the truth or is he lying? Did he throw his swimming lessons as a kid? You be the judge. At Fanny Chapman. All right. Yeah, we could throw in any any name we want. That's real. A lie is a lie. A lie is a lie. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll go next. Okay. okay. Um, Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Got the... Yeah, it starts now. Um, my mom... I don't know if you guys... I told you guys this before, but uh, my mom is an expert at the Rubik's Cube. She... <laughs> She, <laughs> you're wasting my time. Um, she is an expert at the Rubik's cube, and as kids, she taught us all how to f- how to totally fix a Rubik's cube in under a minute. There's an actual method to it. There, it there's an actual. I can fix can fix a Rubik's cube in under a minute. You can fix a Rubik's cube in under a minute. Under a minute. Yeah. Lies. Without peeling the the, the, no. the stickers no, off and reassembling. No, it, it's there. There's a method. It's it's like the I forget what she called the Friedrich method. The, the, <laughs> Just name a random name. No, 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 no. I remember, I remember distinctly because the Rubik's Cube's Hungarian. I don't know if you guys know that. A Hungarian no. invented it. So it's a huge thing that they played with when they were little. And so there's a whole method. It's like side counterclockwise. Then you have to turn the top clockwise. So it looks like you're just going to keep repeating this sequence. You just have to do the same thing over and over and it'll eventually fix itself. And this I is promise a, it you, will eventually fix itself. You and all of your siblings can do this under a minute. No, or how no, is it? me and my bro- the first brother they never Wait, bothered with Mario and my sister. You just said it'll fix itself. So it's not even a color thing. It's a turning. It's a turn it's a, thing. It's, it's a, a turn, turn thing. Sequence. It's not a color thing. It's a sequence. And so once you you have. Initially, you have to get um, like an L formation with the middle one and then one of the bottom ones. But once you have that on one side, if you do this sequence over and over, it eventually fixes itself. So we know how to fix a Rubik's Cube. I just think that when you started it off, I said your mom's a master of the Rubik's Cube. You could have stopped right there. Well, she's not a master, (laughs) but she she played with it a lot growing up. So she taught us this this method. I forget the exact name. It the 80s though, right? No, 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 no. It was out um, like late 70s, mid 70s. She taught us. So I'm fascinated by this. Yeah, okay. it's a, it's a, it's a real thing. We got two liars if here. We, Who's the third if liar? If we have a Rubik's cube in the office, I will show you. I think how we I used do to it. we used to have one. If we still have it, I will show it to you when we're done here. So anyway, that's okay. My... <laughs> this is fun. All right. Okay, Steph. All right, you're count me down. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm so enthralled by the Rubik's cube. <laughs> Start now. Uh, last week, James and I were eating dinner, and for dinner we had chicken fajitas. And usually we'll eat it with like rice. And this time our rice was pretty low, so he's like, "Oh, just you know, warm me up some tortillas that we have left over in the fridge." So I warm them up for him, and he's looking at the expiration date. He goes, "Oh my gosh, these are expired November of 2021." And he still ate the tortillas. He's like, ah, it's all good. Just give me, just warm me up too. So James ate expired tortillas. I think the eight months. Eight months? Did he get sick? No. He did not get sick. There was no molds or anything on them? There was no mold. I made sure. I was like, are you sure you're going to eat these? And he, I looked through the whole thing. I looked through each and every single one. And I told him, if you get a stomach ache, that's on you, dude. Do you guys cook a lot? Uh, I 
would say like three to four times a week. So your food in the fridge is kind of on the minimal side? Uh, this time it was because we were going out of town in San Diego, so we wanted to eat all the food in our fridge. Wouldn't you notice those tortillas being there for the past <laughs> 10 months? Yes. And, and why t- didn't you use them for the tortilla challenge and slap you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if you threw them away, so if we want to use them for the tortilla challenge, I could bring them in, but that's kind of gross. Mm. I feel like James is one of those guys who would, like, the day after it expired, he would be like, I'm done. I'm not eating this. There's I, much less, like, 10 months after the fact. That seems pick like up a lot. Yeah, you pick up on it, right? At some point. He's uh, He surprises me because he could be very OCD and then he could be very relaxed and chill and, ah, whatever, just give it to me. So This is hard today. I don't know. I feel like we have a bunch of liars around Seriously, here. Mercedes' mom is the master of the Ruby's Cube. That's I never said she was a master. She just taught us this method. I thought you started off by saying your mom's a master she of the Ruby's did. Cube. She did. She knows the Rubik's Cube. We can ask. Anyway, who's this lying? Is so much fun. Who's telling the truth? 702-364-9400. You can also comment on Facebook. Corey says, well, Mercedes is the liar, I think. <laughs> Frank says, as much as my gut says Mercedes is lying, I am going with JC. Frank, buddy. Yeah, uh, Melissa says Steph is lying. Yeah, this is tough. We've got one vote for each. Everyone's, uh, we're, we're kind of torn here. Let's go to the text line. This one says, uh, sounds like Mercedes researched before her lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me research? Google? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess that is a possibility. Uh, this one says, JC is lying. He had way too many details. Fanny, Fanny so and so. Fanny Chapman. <laughs> Look it up. Google that, my friends. All right. Well, let's do the reveal. Truth teller number one. It's me. Oh, <laughs> you threw it. I, only for like a week. I, I, once we got back from vacation, then it was cold. And I just didn't want get, to get up earlier going into vacation. Heck no. I wasn't ready for that. No. I, once, once I got back, I did it. I graduated to the next level. Simple stuff. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) Too easy for me. (laughs) It was holding your breath from one side to the other. Wasn't that hard to do? All right. There goes his humble brags again. I know. I know. JC is the the master at Hey, listen. I learned it by watching you, too. I'm the master of Rubik's Cube. You're the master master at humble brags. Um, Truth teller number two. It's me. <laughs> oh, James. Yeah, no stomach aches, nothing. Very, very surprised. But I, I think we did throw away those tortillas right afterwards. <laughs> I lied. That was awesome. Um, I will say, in my defense, the Rubik's Cube is Hungarian, and my mom did get us all Rubik's Cubes, but we didn't know how to fix them. Yeah, we tore the stinkers so off. Good. I have no idea. I feel it like that's something you would brag about, Mercedes. That's something like, I could do a Rubik's Cube under I probably seconds. would have talked right? about that a long time ago if that was actually true. Lie or not, it was a great story. <laughs> I've been sitting on that lie for so long because I never get the lies. So today I was like, yes, I finally get to lie. I'm so happy. Coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you have for us? All right, Nevada Prime Primaries were yesterday. We'll run down some of the winners in the major races coming up in a few minutes. Also, when you need inspiration to work out, sometimes we look at certain celebrities for that inspiration. Who are the most popular celebrities that inspire us to get our health on? And Disney is now offering a global travel package where you get to go to all 12 of their parks. Wait until you hear how you do this and what it costs. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's time for the mercedes hot three on mitch 94.1 the hot three is brought to you by attorney paul powell more lawyer less fee all right uh yesterday we're we had nevada's primaries and let's go down some of the let's give you some of the winners now not all precincts are reporting yet but this is what we have so far republican joe lombardo won tuesday's uh primary election and will take on democratic governor steve sisolak in november with 85 percent of the votes counted um Last night, Lombardo had more than the 38 percent of the vote in the race needed to become the GOP nominee for governor. Um, And the AP also declared him the winner uh, early this morning. The Clark County Sheriff will face Steve Sisolak, who had 88.7 percent of the Democratic uh, primary vote. Adam Laxalt overcame challenger Sam Brown in the Republican primary for U.S. Senate and will face incumbent Democrat U.S. Senator Catherine Cortez Masto in November. Um, There's just so many of these races. Dina Titus uh, won heavily for uh, the U.S. House District, won for the Democrats. Uh, Mark Robertson, the Republican, won in that same district. Some of the other winners include District 3 U.S. House, April Becker, Susie Lee, U.S. House District 3 for the Democrats. Um, looks like Kevin McMahill uh, won for Sheriff. And yeah, there's just there's so many to go through. But hopefully you got to 
you did your civic duty and were able to vote. I'll tell you, when I went to vote yesterday, the line wrapped around the building. I've never seen a, a primary turnout like that, ever. Usually the primary is the one that no one shows you up to. You slide right in and slide yeah. out. No worries. They're happy to see someone at these things. It was uh, it was really, really refreshing to see. So much so that I just dropped my ballot off because I was like, <laughs> oh, I wanted to go in, but never mind. Not anymore. Well, it makes it much easier doing the mail-in ballot. You just drop the thing and go. Yeah, it's super easy. They have the box right there, so you can do that. Also this morning... Um, celebrities love them or hate them you have to admit many of them look very good and really their career kind of depends on it but have any celebrities actually inspired you to work out maybe so that you could look a little more like them or you know just be more active see you see their lifestyle you think oh i'd like to try something like that well the people at puregym.com analyze various search terms online to come up with rankings of the most famous men and women whose workout routines everyday people are trying to mimic. And here, here are the top five for men. So at number five, Chris Evans. People, guys are really trying to mimic his whole ro- workout routine, that Captain America thing. I mean, he's like, he's like the fit guy. But he's not like the overly muscular guy, right? Yeah, he's in I mean, amazing shape. Yeah. He's got a uh, great stomach routine that he posts um, every now and again. And it's, it looks really simple when you try it. Like, oh, it's very hard to do. Arnold Schwarzenegger was number four. I mean, uh, obviously, he's been an inspiration for many people uh, throughout the years when it comes to workout routine. Uh, Henry Cavill was number three. The Rock is number two. And the number one guy that... Uh, that is mimicked as far as like workout routines go. Chris Hemsworth, he came in at number one. Wait, who's number five? Uh, Chris Evans. Oh, I'm thinking of. I got confused. Uh, Hemsworth is the one that has the stomach exercise that he makes look super easy, but when he try it, it is super hard. Oh yeah, Hemsworth. I mean Thor. He's he's got the muscles. He's a monster. He's that got guy. the muscles going on. Uh, for the ladies, number five is Jennifer Lopez. She has. Uh, inspired a lot of of women to get to the gym chloe kardashian's workouts are very popular she came in at number four brie larson is number three kim kardashian was number two and the number one woman a celebrity that inspires women to get to the gym and work out i was really surprised at this one kendall jenner she's number one i mean i don't really follow her so i don't see her workout routines i mean she has she she seems very fit and very much in shape, but I I didn't know. Did she post her workout routines? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I don't follow her either. Um, so yeah, she's doing stuff that you want to follow, or do you want to have that look so people are googling her and what she does? Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, oh, she has a great look. I want that look. How does she get it? And that's why they're looking her up. And a lot of it is uh, genetics too. I mean, she is she is a supermodel, so I don't know. It's just uh, some of these some of these uh, goals are. I wouldn't say unattainable, but don't don't kill yourself trying to do this. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. But some of the routines, you could just don't. If you're doing like the rocks, the rock has a thing that I do. I'm not doing the rocks weights, but the actual routine itself. I, I manage the weights that I can do, but his routine style, you feel it afterwards. I'm not doing the stuff that he does, but I'm doing the actual workout that he does, and you feel it afterwards. It feels yeah, great. I, yeah, I would assume so. He's he's definitely knows what he's talking that's about. That's for sure. Um, finally, this morning, Disney is offering what it calls a bucket list adventure. A global travel package to all 12 of their parks for $110,000. 
Now, the travel package is called Disney Parks Around the World, a project adventure. That package price is per person and based on double occupancy, which means you're in for about $220,000 unless you pay a, a single supplement fee that starts at $10,995. Now, there are only 75 spots for this. The 24-day tour includes private jet travel to all 12 of the company's parks around the world, plus stops at other man-made wonders like the Taj Mahal, the Pyramids of Giza, and the Eiffel Tower. It also includes a tour of the Lucasfilm campus and the Walt Disney Studios. Dates for the jaunt are July 9th through August 1st, and booking begins next week. Airfare to and from departure and return cities is not included in the cost, so there's another cost for you. Throughout the trip, though, guests will attend... Uh, be attended to by three adventure guides, uh, Disney VIPs, Imagineers, cultural experts, and other surprise guests. The minimum guest age is 12, but the suggested age is 14 plus, and there is no discount for kids. Oh, good kids 12 and under, oh, go for free. Yeah, wait, can, can I take my kid for free, please? <laughs> Here we are in the 7 o'clock hour. Those tickets for you to see Post Malone happening at 740. Big 94.1, it is 7.03. There are certain things that are normal to see at, say, noon. But when you see them at 3 a.m., it's a little sketchy. I saw something this morning at 3 a.m. that was a little sketchy to me. And I was like, hmm, should I uh, should I make a call on this? Um, I was driving into work, and I was going through the neighborhood, and I left my neighborhood, but I drive kind of by another neighborhood and I saw a van and I it caught my it caught my attention because I saw someone moving by it and I was like oh and it was just it was one of those like kind of creepy white vans mm-hmm. you know yeah like like our radio station vans yes there are no logos on our, them our creepy white yeah. radio station vans it was kind of like that and there was a guy and he appeared to be alone. This makes it even more sketchy. I should call my friends that are in law enforcement. I don't know maybe um he was shoving a rolled up rug into this van. And I, I, I was like, hmm, that's odd. If I saw that someone doing that at noon, I wouldn't think anything of it. I would just be like, oh, moving a rug. Mm-hmm. But at three o'clock in the morning, I was kind of like, why is, it, why is he putting that rolled up rug into a van? That that That's that's odd. What What other things are normal at noon? But kind of sketchy at 3 a.m. Do you have one of those? Is that sketchy to you? Because well, I just can't get that out of my mind. I'm kind of I'm kind of weirded out by the whole thing. I do have one that is sketchy, but let's put a non-sketchy spin to it. This guy, he's so excited because his kids were at day camp. But they're coming home later on this afternoon. And this guy, his job is remodeling homes. So he's getting a super, super early start by working on the house that he's working on so he can get done by noon, 1 o'clock today, and spend the afternoon with his kids. So that's why he was there inside this house, rolling up carpet, loading in his truck. He's getting a... a Jump start on the day so we can spend the afternoon with his family. I like I like the the positive thought. I like that and I'm inclined to believe something like that. Like, hey, it's Vegas. We all have really weird hours. Uh, you know, maybe he's just getting home. Maybe he's starting his day. Maybe he has to take this rug somewhere later on that has to be there at 6 a.m. or yes, 5 a.m. Yes. or something. So that's what I was saying to myself the whole the whole way in. There's not a body inside that rug. No. No, 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 no. no. But, but 
it looks sketchy at 3 a.m. If he would have done the same thing at noon, I would have never given it a second thought. I would have just been like, whatever, guys, moving a rug. But what what is normal at noon, sketchy at 3 a.m.? Do you have something like that? Let us know. I just, uh, I, I'm very observant. I And when I see stuff like that, it's like, hmm, what are you doing? But then I'm like, okay, don't be don't be so nosy. You know? No, it's good to be observant. We need more people like that. Let's say it's at 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, you decide to plant a tree or some big flowers. So you're in your backyard, front yard, digging a hole, just out there digging. 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, you see someone digging? What are you digging for? What are you going to put in that hole? Very suspicious. Digging something at 3 a.m. Yeah, that doesn't sit right with Who's me. going digging why, at 3 a.m.? Why, why are you doing that so early? Um, hmm. Did you saw that? No, no, I'm just thinking of stuff. Like, or if you see oh, someone, okay. You see someone sitting on their front porch 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. They're just enjoying the summer day. Sitting on a, on a porch on a rocking chair at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> kind of eerie. Yes, this, this text just came. It says, I drive Uber, so it's always something interesting every day. This morning, it was a guy in a yellow vest walking down the street with a golf club. I mean, you see that just that noon? It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> 3 a.m.? Oh, that's that's odd. Very interesting. The, the, the things you see, maybe it's just Vegas. This one says using a car wash. I saw someone washing their car at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, what are they washing off that car? Oh. Uh-huh. This one said a kid on a swing at the park. At 3 a.m.? Oh, my gosh. Never would think anything of it at noon. But at 3 a.m.? Okay, now I'm freaked out. Still to come. Lots this hour. We're not going to freak you out anymore. we got a great prize for you. 740. You're going to go see Post Malone. We've got your tickets. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Amber Heard sat down with NBC's Savannah Guthrie to discuss their verdict in the trial against Johnny Depp. And... It's already produced. They're saying an even better clip than anything we saw in the court. At one point, Savannah asked, well, I'll just play the clip. Check out the uh, the question and answer here. The Depp lawyer called your testimony the performance of a lifetime and said you were acting. What do you say to that? Says the lawyer for the man who convinced the world he had scissors for fingers. I'm the performer. Oh my goodness. I didn't really believe those were scissors. I mean, I knew it was a movie. <laughs> Just so she knows, I, I don't I don't think he still has scissors for fingers. I thought he doesn't. He's covering them up. I, okay. Listen to this, though. So according to reports, Amber Heard has been cut from Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, and her character, Mara, will be recast. Now, sources say that, sources say that Warner Brothers decided to recast Amber Heard's role after screen testing the movie. They're going to do reshoots with Jason Momoa and Nicole Kidman, and the latest rumor comes after reports that a meeting between higher-ups was recently held to make the decision of removing Heard from the Aquaman sequel. Many believe that Warner Brothers Pictures and DC Entertainment are looking to distance themselves from Amber Heard following the verdict of the, the case everyone was just following. Oh, man. I mean, that that really stinks for her. I wish they could just kind of coexist, you know? Yeah, let the verdict be settled, and she does her thing, and he does her thing, but yeah, more fallout from it. And, well, it's out with the old and in with the new for Britney Spears. I'm, I'm not shocked by this one. She fired her security team. This is the security team that allowed her ex-husband, Jason Alexander, to not only crash the wedding, but get inside her house during the wedding. Yeah, that uh, that is really a no-brainer. Time to get someone else. That was the first thing. You and I were both talking about That was the first thing. Why didn't? Where was their security when this whole thing went down? Exactly. The first part of Stranger Things Season 4 is now Netflix's most watched English language series 
ever. It already has 781 million hours viewed, and it's only been out for 17 days. The all-time list measures viewership over a show's first 28 days, so that number will get higher and higher. But it, it has surpassed Bridgerton Season 2, which had 656 million, and then Bridgerton Season 1 had 625 million hours viewed. Now, this puts Stranger Things at number two on the overall list for both English and non-English. Of course, Squid Game is still at number one with 1.65 billion hours viewed within his first 28 days. That's uh, that that's pretty huge. I thought it was really good. I'm excited for the second part to come out. Yeah, that's just around the corner. July yeah. 1st, part two of season four will be out. Now, we have your tickets to go see Post Malone this hour at 740 and Post Malone was on Howard Stern earlier this week. He did a cover of Pearl Jam's Better Man that some people are talking about. So here, if you're not familiar with that song, here's Pearl Jam doing Better Man. She lies and says she's in the Can't find a better man She dreams in colors And then here's the one from Post Malone that people are talking about. She lies and says she's in him Can't find a better man Dreams in color, she dreams in red. Can't find a better man. Can't find a better man. That's pretty good. Uh, it's uh, was it just weird? Did he sound like shaky? No, was that like, was he trying to do that with his voice? Trying to do like an Eddie Vedder thing? <laughs> like, I, don't get me wrong. His voice is better than mine will ever be. But I just was like, why does he sound so shaky in was, that? Maybe he, that's what he's going for. The emotion in the song yeah. is here at the beginning. She lies and says she's in love with him. Can't find a better man. I, I don't know what, dreams if I'm hearing things. There's a different shake there. Yeah. Can't find a man. I love Posty anyway, so I love him. Maybe he'll do that when he comes here. Yeah, right. That'd be awesome. You're going to see Post Malone. Those tickets for you this hour, 740. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Welcome back to Mercedes in the morning. It's just a great way to start a day. On Mix 94.1. You should never, ever clean out your closet. Because what you have in there that you think, oh, this is not stylish anymore. It's going to come back in style at some point. It will be considered vintage. It'll be back in style. Case in point, Steph's dad. What, what did he find and what is he wearing, Steph? He took out from the back of his closet his 1989 denim vest. And I was in shock when I first saw him because I've never seen him wear it in person. I've only seen him wear it in old pictures. So I see him. He's wearing this black graphic T-shirt. He's wearing denim shorts and the denim vest. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Dad, where'd you get your vest from? I thought it was new. He got it maybe from like a thrift store or I don't know, one of his, his stores that he goes to. He goes, no, this is one of my old 1989 denim vest that I took back from the back of his closet. And it looked cool. He actually looked pretty cool. But my dad, he he's a pretty cool guy, but he in general always tries to be the cool guy. He's like, yeah, I got my denim vest back from <laughs> 1989. I'm curious. You said he was also wearing a graphic tee. What did the graphic tee say? Well, the graphic tee wasn't like one of those old bands. It was like um, a graphic tee of like one of my old radio stations that I used to work at. Oh, and he, okay. he still supports me. So he's like, this is, remember that you got me this t-shirt back in San Diego. So it was one of those old radio t-shirts. We got to get him a mixed t-shirt. 
We do. So he yeah. can, so he can yeah. be uh, advertised for us. Ooh, Mar- <laughs> we it's give him a Marcella shirt. Oh, he would rock yes. the Marcella shirt. Wait, yes. I saw a picture of your dad somewhere. Is that Was oh, he wearing that? Yes. We did an escape room back in San Diego. Um, I'm going to go to his. Where is it? Where is it? It's, I think, on his Instagram. Okay. Oh, you, oh the one from you on three days ago. He's, he's wearing a, like a lighter color denim. Looks like a lighter color denim jacket. This is the one. I'm going to say, do you guys follow my dad on Instagram? I do. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm. I'm uh... So go, I don't see it. He is in back of my little brother. So. Oh, okay. Well, he's covered. I can't really tell. That's a cool denim jacket, though. Yeah, it's a little denim. Oh wait, vest. that. Oh, that's the vest. This is. Oh, the now de- I see the sleeve. Wow, he looks cool. Oh, I do see the sleeve. <laughs> he looks cool. Oh my god. Okay, no, I know the escape room. Um, the the name of it is covering his shorts. But if you zoom in, his shorts are uh the the ripped shorts. Do you see that? Man, Mr. Man is stylish. He looks good. And they're all different colored denims, too. Like, one's a dark denim and one's a light denim. He looks like um, like he's the same age as everyone else in that photo. Your dad's a very young-looking man. He is. He, he takes care of himself. Good jeans. Oh, thank you. Do I get the good jeans, too? Absolutely, you do. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. How old's your cousin? Uh, my cousin is the one on the far left. That's Savannah. She's 26. But that's my little brother. He is 13. Oh, my gosh. Next that's so cute. That's, a <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just don't throw anything away. I think about I did a big closet remodel last year and I threw out. Well, I donated a bunch of stuff and now I'm kicking myself. Just the other day, I was like, where is that? I was looking for something. I can't remember what it was. And I remember at the time I was like, I'm not going to wear this ever again. And now I'm like. Oh, why did I get rid of it? Is there something that you were convinced you would never wear again, but now it's back in style? And and do you wear it or do you still have it? Or what are you kicking yourself for getting rid of? What's that item? I think we've all been there. I know I've been there several times. And like even now, I got rid of all my baggy jeans from the 90s and 2000s. Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm wearing baggy jeans again. I I mean, I just I don't know. I just like them better now. It, I, I go back and forth. I still wear the the skinny ones, but like today I'm wearing baggy jeans. And I used to have jeans just like this back in the late 90s. But, you know, I was like, eh, when am I going to wear these again? Eh, now. Yeah, future's here. <laughs> that, that is so funny. Anytime, because I'll do that. I'll clean out my closet. And it's it's kind of minimal right now. But I'll go through stuff. And I'll look at a T-shirt or a shirt or a suit or something or a pair of shorts that I just I haven't worn maybe in a year or a pair of shoes in a year. I'm like, I haven't used these in a year. I'm not going to need them. Let me get rid of them. And so same thing. Donate. Get rid of the stuff. And then sh- why is it sure enough within a week, two weeks? Oh, you know what? That shirt will be perfect with this. Oh, that's right. I got rid of it. Maybe oh, because I'm familiar with that shirt again. Yeah. But it's, it's been in the closet for X amount of time, a year, year plus. I get rid of it. And then as soon as I get rid of it, I need it. It's it's. Like destiny. I think we should pretend to get rid of things and then just hide it from ourselves and then go shopping. <laughs> yes. Like re- like in your closet. Oh, my gosh. Look at all this great stuff. This treasure trove of stuff I found. I did put a pair of pants on that I haven't worn in a long time. And I put them on and there was a $5 bill inside. Talk about a jackpot. That's like the greatest feeling ever. You put a, a jacket on from the wintertime for the first time and there's money in the pocket. That's a score right there. Oh, yeah. You love that. I get excited when I find a Burt's Bees in my pocket. <laughs> I'm like, oh, a chapstick. Yes. Nice. You put I'm it so on. excited. Mm. There's one time that I put one in my pocket 
and then I forgot that I put it in my pocket, so I put another in my other pocket, and then I had one in my pocket from before, so I go to reach in my pocket, I had three Burt's Bees. I was like, what the? <laughs> Man, I look obsessed, but I always have to have it. Uh, this text just came in. It says, I still have jeans from high school, and I still have clothes that I used to wear in the 90s. The bad news is I, I would probably never for, fit in them again, but I can give them to my daughter when she's older. Yeah, I mean... Why not? My my daughter tells me I dress like this member from a group. Her name is DJ Wendy. I can't remember what group she's in. It's a K-pop group. And she's like, yeah, looking like DJ Wendy today. And she's an actual DJ, too. She, she, has, really? she does a radio show. I'm like, who is this? So I Googled uh, her outfits, and it was like exactly how I dress. <laughs> Baggy jeans and T-shirts and sneakers. It was so funny. Coming up, we have those tickets for you to go see Post Malone in less than six minutes. Your tickets to see Post Malone. We also have the Hot 3 coming up. What do you have for us? All right. Well, when it comes to concerts... What are the best days to buy concert tickets where you will get the best prices? We're going to talk about that. Also, this is the age that we feel are sexiest. And be careful about making online insults, especially if you're you're in Japan. We're going to tell you why coming up next in the Hot 3. Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the morning. It's time to get a winner. Patrick. Good morning. Good morning. You are caller 20. I can't believe it. Thank you guys so much. You're welcome. Post Malone coming to town in November. You just got your tickets before you can even buy them. It's part of his his tours, 12, uh, 12 carat tour. And I am so excited for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm super excited. I can't wait. Oh, you're going to have fun, Patrick. And thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you want to see Post Malone, it's so easy. We've got your tickets coming up at 940. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. And the Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. It is hard to resist the urge to buy concert tickets immediately after they're put on sale. I know a lot of you are going to do that for Post Malone when they go on sale on Friday. But maybe that's not the best approach. FinanceBuzz.com has a new report which investigated pricing patterns on the secondary market through StubHub, SeatGeek, Vivid Seats, all of those. They looked at tens of thousands of ticket purchases and made some very interesting observations. Basically, they say it pays to wait. Concert goers spend 33% less than average on tickets when buying them on the day of a concert and 27% less than average the day before. And for music festivals, the best time to buy passes was just under two weeks before the festival. Prices were 30% below average 13 days before the festival start and 24% below average 12 days out. Now, it may feel stressful to wait until the last minute, but a lot of people do it. According to the report, 25% of the concert and festival tickets that are sold on the resale market are bought in the final week leading up to the event. That's surprising. You would think that it would just be the opposite, uh, the, the supply and demand. You want to go see the show? Well, I got your ticket. You got to pay a price. I think it's that one person who's trying to dump the tickets. They can't make the show. Yeah, they're like happy to get whatever they can. I, I know someone who used to do that with the, the Golden Knights. They would go down to the T-Mobile Arena, hang out outside, out front, have some beers, party, party, yeah. And then um, the game would start. And then they'd go on and look for tickets, and people would sell them for like 10 bucks. Just trying to make some money. They just were like, try to at least get me some of my fees back. And then they'd go in, and they'd have great seats. It was crazy. And for such a cheap price, too. Yeah, exactly. That's brilliant. Also this morning, being, um, oh, 
Oh, wait. That was the first story. Okay, yeah. sorry. Here we go. Uh, self-esteem must skyrocket as we age. Or maybe we are just super confident in ourselves at that point. Or maybe we lose touch with reality. Who knows? Because this seems higher than you would expect. A dating app um, for seniors called Our Time, they pulled a bunch of people 50 and up. And they asked how old they were when they felt their sexiest. And the average answer was 53 years old. Uh, that I mean, that's great news, don't you think? Yeah, something to aspire to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 40% of people said that they've stopped worrying about what other people think of them, so that probably has something to do with it. 41% also said they're more confident about their looks now than they used to be. Now, let's let's look at some celebrities that are 53 years old, and I think we could all agree we'd be pretty confident if we look like these celebrities. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston is 53 years old. Oh, stunning. Owen Wilson. Mariah Carey. Hugh Jackman, Jason Bateman, Kate Blanchett, and Paul Rudd, all 53 years old. Paul Rudd is ageless, by the way. Look at him when he was 23 and 53. He's the same guy. He is the same guy. He has not changed. Not at all. Not one bit. That is so funny. Do they show, because sometimes I do like seeing when they show, like they'll show Jennifer Aniston, who's 53, and then another celebrity who's 53 just looks, who looks like an older 53. They do a lot of times with guys, too. Like, so-and-so, The Rock is age and this guy's also the same age like whoa look at the rock who's working out and and paying attention to his body and how he looks and the other celebrities just "Ah, whatever and you you see such a big difference between the two people yeah it's uh well i mean i just i wonder like what is it just good genetics good doctors good you know good workout routines like what is it tell us your secrets (laughs) yeah jennifer is jennifer anderson had worked out or she all natural i don't they're so secretive about all this stuff. I'm trying to pull up celebrity, other celebrities that are 53. No, it's uh, it's, it's showing pretty, all the good ones. It's a pretty impressive. Yeah, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen him for a while. <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not sure how he's. This looking. is his random list of people. Uh, he's got you, Paul Rudd. Yeah, all the ones you mentioned are on there. All right. Finally, this morning, being an online troll in Japan might come with a cost. Japanese Parliament has just passed legislation that would make online insults punishable by up to one year in jail. Now, there could also be a fine of up to $2,200 for anyone who's convicted of breaking the new law. Previously, there was a law in place that would hit offenders with up to 30 days in the in, in jail and or a fine of up to $75. But legislators clearly felt the need to up the ante. After three years, the updated law will be reviewed and amended, and if needed, based on its uh, effect on society. But the idea, in theory, is to find a balance between free speech and hate speech online. What's not clear, however, is to what degree insults can be considered punishable until they're sure it's best to maybe hold off on your insults if you're planning to visit Japan. <laughs> can we apply that to our text line with some people? Oh, man. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's only in Japan. <laughs> darn it. Darn it, darn it, darn it. 8 o'clock hour, lots going on. We're doing Heads Up at 825. When you win it, we have your tickets to go see Machine Gun Kelly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mix 94.1, it's 7.59, June 15th. How are we, did, did, wasn't it just the first day of summer? Yes, it, like, no, wasn't yesterday? No, it's like, the 21st, isn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah. I, thought to, I thought someone said like the longest day of the year was just a couple days ago, and I was like, does that mean it's the first day of summer? I don't know. They're right on that, but I think it's the 21st, okay. June 21st. Oh, man, it's a, where's the summer going? Yeah, where's the year the going? Of June, dang. We were talking, was that this time yesterday, about some cheesy song lyrics the uh, from Blurred Lines? You wanna hug, what rhymes with hug me? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, that inspired me to look at some other cheesy lines last night, and I found a website who did a big survey and a poll, and they put together the top 10 cheesiest song lines, lyrics of all time. And I have them here, and I want to play them for you. And A, tell me if you think it's cheesy, but B, identify the song it's from as well. Okay, cheesy song lyrics, yeah. where it's just like, maybe it, 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 it doesn't even rhyme, or it just doesn't make any sense, or is that what we're talking about yes, here? Uh-huh. Okay, all right. Okay, here is the first one. And the website, by the way, is spindiddy.com that did this, but here is the first one. Yeah, I, I've heard that one before. Are we human or are we dancer? Like, what does that even mean, right? Yeah, what does that line mean? Human or are we dancer? It's the killers. Do you know the song? Uh, uh Human. Yeah, 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 exactly. Are we human? And I think Brandon Flowers has addressed that before. And it's just like, it's, sometimes it just, it's just a line sometimes. It doesn't mean anything. Don't read into it. Just kind of fit the song for whatever reason. Yeah, I, but what does it mean is the question. So are we human or are we dancer? Does that mean like, are we dancing through life or are we just being human? I don't know. I'm trying to find some deeper meaning into that. Yeah, does anyone have the answer to that, to yeah. that lyric? Here's number two. I'm so 3,008. You sold 2,000 and late. Oh, man. I used to make fun of that line all the time. Black Eyed Peas, uh, Boom Boom Pow. That's right. right that's right. Um, that song, I, I would, in 2008, uh, I remember using that line a lot as a joke. Like, what time do you want to meet? Oh, let's meet at three. Okay, don't be 2000 and late. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd always do that as a joke because I thought it was so cheesy. Here is, uh, this is another one from an 80s song. Let's go this one right here. Uh, I'll, I'll read it in case you don't know the line. It's like gasoline, you want to pump me, and then leave me when you get your fill. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A little on the dirty side on that one? Jeez. I mean, who's that? A rat or something? <laughs> <laughs> that's Poison. Oh, that was that's one of the poison. biggest hits. That's right. That was one of the biggest as We played that in the flashback song. <laughs> who's that rat? <laughs> Brett Michaels, Unskinny Bob, come on now. My bad, my bad. Uh, oh, let's go with um, this one right here. Uh, yeah, I know you know this artist. Never let me slip, because if I slip, then I'm slipping. <laughs> okay, first of all, this this is not allowed on this list. 
Nothing by Dr. Dre deserves to be on a cheesy list. Never let me slip because if I slip, then I'm slipping. <laughs> I, I love that line. Never let me slip because if I slip, then I'm slipping. There's there's multiple meanings in that. Never let me slip as never let me uh, not give 100%. Because if I slip, because if I do not give my best effort, then I'm slipping. Then that means I'm not at the top of my game anymore. There's real meaning in that line. See, I envisioned he was walking out. It was a snowy day, and he realized he was on some ice, and he turned to Snoop. He said, dude, they never let me slip, because if I slip, then I'm slipping. Woo, never I'm let slipping. me slip, because if I slip, then I'm slipping. Now, there is, there is definite meaning behind that one. We cannot put this on the list. I do not agree with this one. This one is, everyone knows this song, but it's it, definitely a cheesy line. You gotta rub me the right way. That's the wrong way. But then also could be like, ah, that guy doesn't rub me the right way. Ah, you, we don't have to take it in the literal sense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend Christina on that one. You could say it in a sexy way to your lover. Hey, I'm a genie in a bottle. You gotta rub me the right way. <laughs> Is that how you say it to your partner when you when you try to put on your sexy voice? They don't have a sexy voice. It's always hilarious to me. Uh, Steph, do you think JC has like a sexy voice that is like, hey? I think he tries to have a sexy voice. Yes, <laughs> maybe uh, when Laura's like, "Hey, baby, you wanna rub me the right way?" Yes, Laura. <laughs> um, let's do this one. Let's go with this song right here in this cheesy line. That's, um, oh, I know the song Final Countdown. Yeah. I forget who sings it, though. Um, with Final Countdown, not Rush. Who sings that? Um, Europe. Yeah, Europe. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so read the line because I, I feel like I'm missing something here. That, that was the line, the, the last one I played right there. That was the whole line. But it's, we're heading for Venus and still we stand tall because maybe they've seen us and welcome us all. So, like, they're saying that there's people people on Venus yes. that see, see you guys coming and they're like, welcome. And then you're like, oh, thank you. You stand tall? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Because it's the final countdown. It's the fine. I like that song. That has like one of the best openings of all songs. Oh, don't Steph, you think? yeah, throw in the actual song itself. Oh Steph. my gosh, I love the opening of that. Whenever I hear the beginning of it, I'm like, yes. It's if you're going to war, that's a, that's a war cry. You're ready to go into battle with that song. It's just so motivating. Do you think we have it in our system? No, it's not in our system. Hey, <laughs> there you go. You've got juice, Mercedes. Can we start playing that song? Can we start playing the final countdown from 1986? Hey, Kate Bush is running up that hill. 
We're playing that, and it's, it's in the top ten of the charts. Maybe Stranger Things. Maybe Europe's The Final Countdown will be featured on the next round of episodes of Stranger Things. T- tell tell Stranger Things to use it. <laughs> then we'll consider it. And the guys from Europe are like, please, please, please. So that are some cheesy song lines, lyrics, and that's according to spindiddy.com. Now, still to come, 8 o'clock hour, we have those tickets for you to go see Machine Gun Kelly. Those are yours. We're doing heads up. So when you play it and win it, you'll get those tickets. We have Machine Gun Kelly along with special guests Avril Lavigne and Willow coming to town in one month. T-Mobile Arena, July 15th, and you're going to be at that show. Tickets in about five minutes here. If you ever want to reach out to us, join the show. Our number is 702-364-9400. You can call us. You can text us at any time. Who voted? Yesterday, did you vote yesterday? I did or, vote by, by mail. By mail, yeah. Um, I went and voted yesterday. I got home from the TV show and I told my daughter this is her first time that she was able to vote. I said, "Let's go do our civic duty. Let's go vote." She was very excited. She's like, "Man, my first election!" And I was like, "You know, it, there probably won't be a ton of people out there. The primary votes are not as big as the." you know other you know the regular elections she's like oh it's fine i'm like so just don't get don't expect too much it's not going to be very exciting she's like okay so we all get in the car we drive to uh the polling place by my house (laughs) we start i'm like there's a lot of cars here and we pull in there's people everywhere the line goes around the building i was like wow there is a huge turnout and so i said and we had brought our our ballots that were sent to us in the mail because you're supposed to surrender those when you actually vote so you don't vote twice and i'm looking and i'm like that line is not moving do you guys just want to fill these out and drop them off so it's me my husband my daughter i have one pen in my purse so first i go i fill out my ballot then my i give the pen to my husband he fills his out he's like who'd you vote for for ward blah 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 this i'm like i voted for so-and-so he's like okay so he votes for for them and then my daughter's in the back she's like i don't know what some of these things are i'm like well you got plenty of time google it so she starts googling people in the car i'm voting for so-and-so for this and and -and so-and-so for this position and I was like okay yeah just do what you do what you got to do so we ended up not going in we ended up filling them out at the polling place and dropping them off there but we didn't actually go in to vote but she said I will always remember my first time voting because we did it in a car (laughs) I was like yes you will you will always remember this was your first election I like that and that's something I think I remember my first election it was was a presidential election and my parents tell me it's a big one it's a presidential election and I didn't take it too seriously I was you know 18 I don't care in the world but I I still went through with the process and did it Um, I voted for Ross Perot (laughs) oh my so what year was this 1992 Oh wow, Ross Perot. I I I remember I remember my dad talking about him, but I don't remember what was it about Ross Perot that made you feel like he was the man for you. He he, he wasn't to be honest. It was like I, I worked at the inn at Lambertville station at the time, and one of my coworkers was gung ho on Ross Perot, and she's like, "You get to vote." I'm like, "Yes, you got to vote for Ross Perot. He's the the alternative candidate and everything else." Makes like, I'm in, and she gave me a shirt. So I would wear a Ross Perot t-shirt. Oh, my goodness. Again, I knew nothing about the guy. I just, like, oh, he's like, he's the wild child. He's the, uh, wasn't it, with Bush, Clinton, and then Perot were the three, I think, in 92. And he's like, oh, everyone else is Bush or Clinton. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the Perot guy because he, he, he's different. And I remember wearing the t-shirt as a grocery store. Again, I knew nothing about the guy. And someone made a, like, a derogatory comment to me about the shirt. And I just, I was like, what? 
Not my shirt? What? And I remember telling my parents, like, hey, someone says something about my shirt. And like, well, that's politics. Welcome. <laughs> People are not going to happen. Yeah, and maybe you should learn about the guy whose t shirt you're wearing. Like, ah, it's a cool shirt. I'm going to wear it. I just wanted to wear this shirt. Yeah, but that's funny. I'll never forget that I had a Ross Perot t shirt from 1992. What was the, what, what first in your life do you distinctly remember? Is it, the first time you voted is it the first time you drank alcohol is it the first time you i don't know went out on a date what is the first from your memory from your memories that it's just embedded there the first that you experience that you will never forget does anyone have another one of those i don't remember voting for the first time i ca- i cannot remember what election i voted in for the first time i don't remember who i voted for i don't think it was like my parents never were like, you have to vote. I think they wanted me to, but we didn't really talk politics in my house very much. My mom just always said, don't tell people what side you're on because it's a very divisive topic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so I'll never tell. But then, you know, as I grew up, I started to, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I started to talk about it more, but I don't remember that. I do remember my first Hmm. Well, I I won't say it was my first alcoholic drink, but I do remember my first alcoholic drink on my 21st birthday, (laughs) and it was a mind eraser. My friends bought me a mind eraser. They're like, you gotta have a mind eraser for your 21st birthday, and I was like, what's that? And famous last words. (laughs) That was truly, it erased my mind. Um, It was... Like Kahlua and club soda and I think vodka and you drank it with a straw and you just drank it fast and it tasted like Dr. Pepper. It didn't taste like anything bad. So I had one of those. I had two of those. I may have had three or four of those. And the rest of the night is a complete blur. That was on my 21st birthday. That is a memory. I want to say that I'll never forget, but actually... That that's wrong. I actually did kind of forget it. I do remember the first drink though. <laughs> the mind eraser. That was a thing yes. back there in, in the nineties and early two thousands. I think you would go out and two mind erasers, please, or two. I remember there's another one called Surfer on Acid, which I don't know what was in it, but I remember ordering Surfer on Acid's mind eraser. And did anyone ever give you a cement mixer? Oh, I think I did have one of those. It it um like got chunky before yes. your eyes it would, it would no as soon as you put it in your mouth it would get chunky oh, so it would yeah. curdle in your mouth so i don't know what was in it but it was something maybe it was Kahlua. i don't know what it was but it was the cement mixer because it was like a cement mixer the cement inside flopping around it looked like a regular shot and as soon as you put it in your mouth it would curdle and it was oh. awful and the person would usually spit it up and that was there the was joke. dairy and there was lime in there is that right? what it was that that mixed together i forget what it was but i remember giving one of our coworkers a cement mixer on his 21st birthday at studio 54 at the mgm grand his name was juan I'm like do you want a cement mixer he's like yeah <laughs> you are no longer friends <laughs> After that, they were like, uh, no, thank you. Uh, what other first do you remember? Let's see. The text line says, the first time I was really away from my family is a first. I remember it was when I went to college and realized that I was truly on my own for everything. I cried. I remember that. Well, aside from college, I, I remember when my parents dropped me off here in Las Vegas, and I was so scared because this is, I was in a different state mm-hmm. than them. I didn't know what to do, but I had my first apartment, and I thought it was so cool. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to keep it clean. I'm going to organize things. It's going to be so cool. And, yeah, I totally remember that. Same here at UNLV. When, and I arrived and stayed in the dorms the very first night. I just I just checked in. 
And um, I just remember I felt so alone because I had nothing in that dorm room, but I had an alarm clock, a clock radio. So I remember turning on the radio to listen to music, and it, the station's not even here anymore. It was 103.5. Remember the Edge? Yeah, uh, vaguely. It was It was here when we moved yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, so I, t- I turned that radio station on and just listened to that radio station. I had the radio station on all night because I just felt so alone. Didn't know anybody in a dorm room by myself, not knowing a soul. It was it was pretty heavy, and I got to meet friends and everything after that, but I'll never forget that first night. That's a first you don't forget. This is uh, from Sarah. She says, I remember the first time I gave blood at school and nearly passed out in front of my crush. Embarrassing. Yeah, that'll do it. I got I got kind of lightheaded the first time I donated blood, too. I have to eat something immediately after. Because that's why they have the donuts and the sugary food afterwards, right? Yeah, to kind exactly. of help you out after that. Oh, man. Uh, this one says, I remember my first sexual experience in a movie theater in the late 90s at the Godzilla movie. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the movie was boring, so you were looking for something else to do. I never saw Godzilla. Uh, I don't even know, but thanks for the tip. I'm going to yeah. go back. <laughs> we did a screening of it for Mix 94.1. Oh, Hopefully, we? we weren't at our screening I doing that. I was not there. <laughs> Here we go. It's time to win. Caller 20, 702, 364, 9400. That's you. You're playing heads up for a great prize. We have your tickets to see Machine Gun Kelly. I swear to God, I never. It's a mainstream sellout tour. Special guests Avril Lavigne and Willow at T-Mobile Arena on July 15th. Who wants these tickets? They are yours to win right now with Heads Up. Just be caller 20. You pick your category. You pick your partner. You get six and 60 seconds and you win. It's easy as that. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, let's get our contestant. It's Jody. Hi, Jody. You ready to play Heads Up? I am. All right. Let's make you a winner. We have three categories for you to choose from. Do you want to go with lightning bolt, take a hike, or seems a bit fishy? Um, let's go with seems a bit fishy. Okay. Uh, go fishing day is on Saturday. And these are all things that are associated with fishing. Now, who do you want to select as your partner this morning? I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Jody. 60 seconds on the clock. It's six correct. You're going to go see Machine Gun Kelly. You start now. You get on one of these to go out in the water. A boat. Yes. Um, you, you cast this when you fish. A reel, a rod. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's like the... The, the line. Yes. Yes. Line. Um, this is... You use one of these to go fishing. Um, no, it... it, uh, it I can't... Uh, not a pole, but a... Fishing rod. Yes. Uh, this is what you put on the ed- end of your fishing pole. Wait. Yes. This is, um, once you catch them, you might want to use one of these to scoop yes. them out. Yes. This is, um, sometimes this gets stuck on thing when you cast the line. This is what gets the fish. It's sharp. Hook. Yes. A hook. Nice. You got it. Woo! Thank you. Jody, a job well done. You just got yourself tickets to go see Machine Gun Kelly, the mainstream sellout tour with special guests Avril Lavigne and Willow, T-Mobile Arena, one month from today. So congratulations to Jody. We'll have those tickets again tomorrow morning at 825. And then next hour, we're sending you to see Post Malone. You've got your tickets at 940. It's 
on Wednesday morning. A lot of people are getting ready to travel for the summer. A lot of you have already been doing it. And maybe just like a little word of warning, always be aware of your surroundings. Call your credit card companies. Let them know you're traveling. Um, it sounds like your friend is is running to into some issues. Huh? Yeah, yeah, this is so bizarre. Maybe you can have the answer here, Mercedes, or someone knows. Our friend, she's in Paris right now. She's actually flying back today. And this happened two days ago. She woke up and her credit card was compromised. Someone got her credit card information and went on a little shopping spree. And they bought, um, she sent me a screenshot here. They bought a pair of Burberry sneakers, size 42. For $890. And then they also bought a uh, Balenciaga. Am I saying that right? Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Pair of shoes. Size 43 for $1,000. They fancy. Right. Man, these are uh, these are uh, very high end. But I've heard, you know, in in Europe that a lot of these... Uh, what is that? Do you hear that noise? What the heck? One of my speakers is making a weird noise. Oh, my gosh. It's like... Crackling. Okay, anyway, sorry. Oh, kind of hear if you go quiet. Do you hear it? Yeah. That's so bizarre. Okay, anyway, I heard if you buy a lot of these luxury goods in Europe, they're not only uh, cheaper because of whatever the euro to dollar ratio is, but then you get that VAT tax. So you pay a tax on it, but then you go to the airport and you present your receipts and then they give you back the money for the tax. Oh. Yeah, so good for her for, for being... Money savvy on some of these luxury items. Was it, no, someone's compromised her credit card. The stuff was stolen. Oh, wait, that's not hers? No, no, no. So, oh, I thought you said she bought these. I was like, good for her. No, nice. no, someone compromised her credit card and oh. bought those two things. Well, at least they're being money savvy. Does she have the receipts? <laughs> <laughs> but here's, here's the odd thing, though. They bought the stuff, and the stuff is being shipped to her house. It is so weird. It's not it's, it's not making sense to me. So her, She wakes up, realizes her credit card was compromised, sees that someone bought these two things, and then she gets a, a notice that the stuff is being shipped to her. And I'm like, how do they have your home? Like, I, I, I said to her, how does this, this doesn't make any sense. I wrote to her, I said, how do they get your address on the stolen credit card? Why would they send it to your house? And she says, I don't know. I'm wondering if maybe somehow from the hotel Wi-Fi, I, it doesn't make any sense. So someone compromised her credit card just to buy stuff and send it to her house? That's very, very odd. Isn't that weird? Maybe they... Maybe the has she purchased from those companies before? Because sometimes, like, you know, with some stores, if you've made a lot of purchases from them, you're in their system. So if they see your credit cards being used, they automatically send it to your address. So maybe she's purchased from them before and they're like, oh, this is, you know, so-and-so and she buys from us. So here you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's in her early 20s or mid-20s. And I know that, like, financially, I don't see her shopping at these these high-end places, but maybe she has before. Um but yeah, I don't think she, I mean, I, I can't speak for her. I'm just trying to guess if she would have or not. But isn't that weird? Has anyone have, had weird criminal activity like that? Her credit card was compromised. They bought this stuff, and but the stuff is being shipped to her house here in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's that's very weird. You got to you gotta get a VPN when you go there. I got hacked when I was in Europe, too. I, they jump on, and they, they figure... They figure stuff out. It's really actually kind of scary. We speak of this as because Laura is flying out there. So she goes on Saturday. She flies to France. Um, the VPN is something you just buy like through your Wi-Fi provider. You, you can you can like go through. There's VPN. Um, I'm trying to find the one I have. Uh, VPN. Oh, you know, because someone told me to get the WWE Network, which I've loved for years. They switched to the now part of the Peacock Network and they don't offer as much content. But they still have the old style of the WWE Network over in Europe. And someone told me to get a VPN 
and log on the network through a foreign country because that way you can access the old format of the WWE Network versus the new Peacock style. Oh, yeah. Um, you, it's just like the best way to just be safer. Uh, uh-huh. There's a, there's free trials, too. I think the one I have is called Surfshark. Um, but, yeah, it just it, it makes it so you have a little bit of uh, protection on stuff like that. Because, I, yeah, I definitely learned the, the hard way on that. I'm trying to find. I know that there's ExpressVPN, too. Um, but someone recommended that one to me last time I got hacked. So I, I would try that. It's not fun. And then, yeah, over $2,000 worth of stuff hacked. And then size 42, is that ladies sizing or European sizing? Yeah, European sizing on that. And that's a ladies size or I can't even tell if they're men's or women's shoes. I have no idea. I'm not well versed in the world of Balenciaga uh, <laughs> shoes. Um, ladies 42 sh- shoes is what size here? A ten. That's that's a larger foot. It's a big foot. It's a larger foot. So we have we have okay. We have some things. Our thief has a large foot and a, and a pricey style. Are we sure that she really didn't make these purchases and she's just saying that like, oh, I don't know, but they're sending it to me. I'll keep it. Yeah, because the thing is going to her address. Like information. Like, are you sure you weren't? You know, you're in Paris. You're doing it up, living large. <laughs> Emily in Paris, you having some fun. Next yeah, you know. she got a little carried away. Maybe yeah. she had a couple of drinks. She didn't realize she went into those stores. And no, I'm just kidding. That's scary. I'll write there with you. It doesn't make any sense. No, that's scary. It's being shipped she to your house. <laughs> it's being shipped to your house, though. So well, Oh, that it's here, I mean, they just happen to fit. <laughs> All right, we have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? All right, we are going to. Oh, someone just messaged me. They said, "What if it's someone knows you're out of town, has your card number, and they don't think that then it's going to go to your house, but they get to your house before you do." Ooh, because there's nothing suspicious about it because it's yeah. your house and everything. That's good. Thank you, Philip. That was a very good observation. Didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, here's what's coming up in the Hot 3. More than half of us are doing these this less these days because of... Uh, Uh, how expensive it is to live in 2022. We'll tell you what it is. Also, we get the least amount of sleep at this age. What is it? And a lot of kids nowadays just stay inside. They like to game. It's just, it's too much effort to go out. But what were the top things we loved doing outdoors when we were kids? We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Okay, so a lot of us uh, are cutting back just because inflation is pretty crazy right now. If you've been getting to work lately by uh, clinging to the side of a moving bus, this is probably why. A new poll has found that more than half of us are driving less right now to deal with sky-high gas prices. 54% said they're driving less than they usually would. 78% said gas prices are impacting their driving habits in one way or another. The poll was done in mid-May, so it might even be higher now. The national average then was $4.48 a gallon, but now it's around $5. That's the average. As you know, living here, that's not our average. (laughs) So meanwhile, a separate online survey done yesterday asked people if they think gas prices will keep going up. And most said yes. Just over 80 percent of Americans think the national average will hit six bucks at some point this summer. Only 10 percent of people don't think that'll happen. So we'll see. Those are those optimists. Yeah. (laughs) If the national average is hitting it hit six bucks, where are we going to where are we going to be? We've been above average the entire time. So scary. Oh, also this morning, how old do you think the average person is when they get the least amount of sleep. A new study has found 
It's 40 years old. A lot of us still have kids at home at that point. We're really focused on work by then. So you've got a lot of balls in the air and not as much free time. Kids and teens sleep the most. Then it drops off and bottoms out around 40. But here's some good news. They say the saying, I'll sleep when I'm dead. It's overkill because you just have to wait till you're retired. We start getting more sleep again after age 60. They found 21 year olds stay up the latest. And in general, we don't start going to bed earlier until we've exited our party years. Yeah. Weekends. Well, okay. So you're weekday. You're 10, 10, 30. Yeah, ten. I'd say ten thirty, ten forty-five. Okay, weekends. Do you go later? You, do you keep that average all throughout the week? It's about the same. Maybe a little later. Maybe like eleven, eleven thirty. It's all in that area. Isn't that uh, okay? So we're I'm I'm nine nine thirty uh, during the week. My goal is always nine o'clock, but I think it's closer to nine thirty. Weekends, it's it's right around the same time. Friday night, I think we're in bed by nine o'clock this past Friday. That's great. Felt so good. I mean, seriously, if you can get in bed at that time, that's awesome. It's funny. I saw. It. A TikTok the other day where the guy's like, me in my 20s. And it's like, party, yeah, whoa, drink, 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 shots for everyone. And it's like, me in my 40s. And he's like, so I got this new spatula today. It matches my cookware. <laughs> it's like, oh, how that thing's changed. I was uh, getting my hair cut. And I was the girl that was shampooing my hair. I, I was talking about something. And I said, oh, she's, how was your day? I'm like, good. Got up early. I think we got up at 5 o'clock on Saturday morning. And she went to bed at 4. She's like, I went to bed at 4. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I went to bed at 4. In the afternoon? No, in the morning. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah. Four. Four in the afternoon? I'm like, nice. Good for you. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, if you ask kids today this question, I bet being on their phone would make the list. A new poll asked parents to name their favorite outdoor activities when they were kids. What was your favorite thing to do outdoors when you were a kid? I mean, just getting on my bike and just, just heading out, riding fields, dirt tracks, riding in the neighborhood, just riding my bike outside. That, yeah, that was always fun. I We used to, for us, it was like two things. Either we'd play a game with the neighborhood kids, either like hide and seek or sardines, and we'd do it in like the model homes that were being built in the, you know, they were half built homes and we'd hide in there. Or I, my buddy Miles, who I've talked about on this show before, he and I would go set up a, a net at the, at the park and we'd play grass volleyball, which is like doubles and people would come and, and challenge us and we had the best time doing that. Those were my two favorite outdoor activities. The uh, when they, when they started building homes around our neighborhood, that was such a score because it was so much fun. When the construction workers were done for the day, do the same thing: go explore those model homes, play around. They had stacks of wood, play in the wood, unfinished basements. We would be all over those homes. It was such a blast. Sometimes they would leave their tools, yes. and I can't believe like we would take their tools. And like mess with them, like not break them, but like watch this. <laughs> and we'd play with them. Uh, we never stole them. We just left them there. But I'm just looking back. I'm like, oh my gosh, we could have really been hurt, but we didn't care. And what kind of sign of the times too? Same thing. I remember a nail gun. Just left it. And the guys came back the next day like, ah, oh, someone played with my nail gun. I might as well leave it here again tonight. Yeah, exactly. Well, the number one thing on this was a for, a hide and seek. 43% of us used to love to play hide and seek outside. Water balloon fights was number two. Uh, tag was number three. Then there were things on the list like uh, just going to the playgrounds, like with things like slides and swings, playing sports, uh, riding bikes or scooters, swimming, snowball fights, and then uh, just running around your neighborhood with friends. Some of the other things in the top 20 include Included uh, catch, hopscotch, rollerblading, and duck, duck, goose. 
Uh, duck, duck, goose. Did you have any friends that had a pool in your neighborhood? There was just one family, the Shepkeys. They had a pool, but Erin uh, was a year older than me. Her son, her brother Andrew was a year younger than me. I didn't know them well enough to like approach them. I always wanted to be invited over there. I never was. Oh. I never was. <laughs> but our our friends were. They were always over there. Like, we're going to go swimming at the Shepkeys. And I was like, oh, okay. Thinking that that was my invite. And they're like, bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you come down to your bathing suit. Uh, we said we're going swimming. Not you, Mercedes. Yes, not. In the 9 o'clock hour at 940 your tickets to go see post malone there's a winning before you can buy him tickets to go on sale friday morning we have yours at 940 it's mix 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning that's a great song that's sia it's unstoppable this is mix 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning we mentioned this yesterday that there are a lot of people that are upset uh at kim kardashian that uh, there were photos that came out that showed that she did visible damage to that Marilyn Monroe dress that she borrowed for the Met Gala. They're saying, yeah, she the, the thing was not in the same um, condition as when she borrowed it. There were beads that were taken off and like seams that were stretched out and people are not happy about that. I'm still just in awe that she was able to borrow something that valuable you know it was yes yeah, a piece of history that dress is a piece of history and she has the the power to to get the dress and wear it and yeah there are visit and it looks the coloring looks different too based on the photos i don't know if she had it dry cleaned afterwards or something but that the, could be the lighting though no, in the true. place you know but there are visible beads you can see picture a there's three beads here picture b those beads are gone they fell off at some point she handed back a damaged dress have you ever let someone borrow something from you And then you got it back and it was damaged. Like sometimes just keeping your mouth shut that you have something to borrow is is the best thing to do because you just never know what kind of condition it's going to come back in. Who who let someone borrow something and who got it back damaged? What happened? Uh, I've I've let people borrow stuff before, like clothes, um, dresses for special occasions. And everything always came back in great condition. The only thing is, is I would have to ask for it back. I feel like if you ask to borrow something, that's totally fine. And then when you're done with it, return it in a timely fashion. Whenever I've let someone borrow something, I always have to ask to get it back. And then I feel like I'm the bad guy for asking for my thing back. You know what I mean? They should bring it back if they're borrowing it for an event. Hey, can I borrow a dress? I got a big uh, gala I'm going to this Saturday. That dress should be back, what, within a week, do you think, afterwards? What's the uh, I'm even cool with like a month. Mm -hmm. But I was talking like it was six or seven months had passed. And I, I was just randomly like, wait a second, I never got that dress back. And so I texted, and this was years ago, I texted my friend at the time and I was like, hey, do you still have my dress that I let you borrow? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can I can I get that back when you get a chance? And then I even I, I was an idiot and I put no rush because I was trying to not be like, but it was already six or seven months. And she's like, yeah, I've been meaning to get it dry cleaned. When I get it dry cleaned, I'll get it back to you. And I was like, you haven't had it dry cleaned in six or seven months. Like wh- I just pictured it rolled up in a ball in the corner of a room, mm-hmm. just like being stepped on. And I was like, oh, gosh. Well, so like a couple weeks later, I did get it back and it was in fine condition. There was nothing wrong with it. But I just I felt like the bad guy for asking for it. 
Yeah, they should they should return to the person. This my mom told me this story a couple of weeks ago, a couple months ago, and I, I kind of vaguely remember the situation. Grade school, we had a play, and either I was Davy Crockett or we had to dress up like Davy Crockett. So our next door neighbor had a raccoon hat. You ever see those old school raccoon hats? It's like raccoon fur, and then there's a tail that dangles from the back. Yeah, like Davy Crockett used to wear. And it was our neighbors, the Ribneys. Buddy Ribney was the dad, and he had one that his grandfather gave him. And so they they lent it to me to use for the school play. And the play was over, and my parents were coming to pick me up in the classroom afterwards. And either someone had pulled the raccoon tail or took scissors to it because it was ripped off. And so my mom comes to get me in the room, and I'm like. You know, I, I give her the hatch. Like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. Someone pulled it or cut it. And so we, she had to call our neighbor the next day and say, hey, thank you for letting JC borrow Buddy's hat. Um, something happened. Oh, no. Were they mad? My mom said she was cool. Like, they knew a taxidermist in town or something. Like, ah, no problem. We'll, uh, we'll get it reattached. But it was, you know, we borrowed this hat. And someone ends up ripping the raccoon tail off this hat. My mom was petrified to call. But she said they were cool with it. Like, they had it fixed and everything was fine. But... Yeah, talk about anxiety the next oh, day. Oh, yeah, that would that would be... I, I'd be scared to call, too. I would. Uh, Will, what did you let someone borrow, and what condition was it in when you got it back? Will. Will? I hear Will. Will. Hi, Will. <laughs> Will. Will is not hearing us. Anytime you say Will, do you do it in Stranger Things, Will? Will no <laughs> that first season. Will. I was wondering why you were saying it like that. I was like, why? Why are you saying Will like that? Will. Uh, well, we're gonna put you on hold. Hopefully, you can still hear us. We'll try to come back to you. Uh, Maria says, in um, elementary school, my friend threw up on my sweater on the school bus. Her mom replaced it, but still, I think that's why I have severe anxiety around vomit. Well, yeah, I can't blame you. Oh my goodness. I'm going to get sick. I'm going to get sick. <laughs> hey, you look like a good spot to get sick. Not on me, but on you. <laughs> it's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Don't forget, 940. Those tickets for you to go see Post Malone. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? Okay, we have Vegas born trending this morning. The Vegas School denied to finally name their new head coach, Bruce Cassidy. The former coach of the Boston Bruins was named their third head coach in the fan- franchise's history for the VGK. The coach said, I am excited to join an organization that shares my commitment to winning and can't wait to get to work with the talent that has been assembled in Vegas. It's been impressive to watch the city embrace the Golden Knights from afar and my family and I look forward to becoming a part of that. He's going to be giving his introductory press conference at 10 a.m. this morning. Bruce has a busy morning. Will you embrace you, Bruce? Welcome to Las Vegas. We're happy. Yeah, I'm hoping that... Uh, they uh, have a an injury-free season ahead. We had a lot of injuries there, especially at the end, and it was kind of rough on on all of them. So I'm hoping it, things turn around. And it was so weird for DeBoer, too, when he came in, because he came in right before the the pandemic, right? He came in, um, what, like t- February of 2020. And he had to it? face all that stuff, too. Man, what a whirlwind two years it was for the guy. It was pretty crazy. So that's trending this morning. Squid Game Challenge is trending We've heard of Squid Game, the show. Well, Netflix has green lit Squid Game, the challenge. It's a reality competition series based on the 2021 hit South Korean drama. According to Netflix, the show is going to be the biggest reality competition series ever hosting the largest cast and offering the largest lump sum cash prize in reality TV history. You got 456 players competing for $4.56 million. That's 
wow. Contestants are going to go through a series of games that are inspired by the original show. I'm just hoping less deadly. Uh, plus new additions, which are all intended to test their strategies, their alliances, and their character. As others are eliminated around them, they're currently looking for English language speakers from anywhere in the world. So if you are interested, go to squidgamecasting.com. Well, on the show, weren't they doing, because I didn't, I didn't watch this show, weren't they doing like basic games like Red Light, Green Light, and Red Rover, Red Rover? Or were they more intense games? They 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 did not do Red Rover, oh. Red Rover. But, uh, <laughs> I thought they did a deadly version of that. <laughs> no, they did Red Red light, green light, and uh, yeah, if you moved, then you die. You know, it's so there. There were other. There's like a tug of war game. Um, how trying, did the deadly tug of war work? The losing team, does everyone just died immediately? Um, it was. They were. There was like um, a hole in the middle. No way. So then they all fell to their death. Was it with like spikes in there or something? They're, no, they're like up in the air. <gasps> <laughs> they're like on this on this bridge, Nuh-uh. and they're and then if you got pulled there, you just all <laughs> fell to your death. What are some other ones? And, and don't get it's a spoiler, okay? If you, if you wanted to see it by now, you would have seen it. Um, okay, what are some other ones? There was another game where there, you had to jump on these. It was kind of like hopscotch, but you had to choose which which square you're going to jump on. And some of the glass, they were all made out of glass and some of the glass was solid, but some of it was tempered glass, but you didn't know which one was tempered glass. So you jump on it and just hope it didn't break from underneath you. But sometimes it would break it. Oh my gosh. I can't, I'm trying to remember what else am I forgetting? There was, Oh, the, I want to hear more. There was the. You should watch it. it was no, I'm intrigued really now to good. watch it now. I'm intrigued now to watch um, it. What was the, the candy one? Uh, there's this game we talked about the Dal- Dalgona. The is that what it's called? Dalgona? Yeah, I remember talking about it. What happened with that one? So it, it's like a game, and there there were different um, shapes carved in them, and you had to carve out your shape without breaking the whole thing. And if you break it, you're dead. <sighs> uh, Steph, what was that, another one? Wasn't there a marbles one? It wasn't oh. that like the most intense episode. Oh, I hated the marbles, the marbles episode. One? Oh man, the marbles episode is brutal. Is it like you're playing marbles as a kid, and but one of them's explosive? I only know <laughs> you have the cat's eye. The marbles game because I didn't finish it. I couldn't watch the whole thing. It's too gory for me, too bloody. But my husband James was telling me that this episode of the marbles game, I guess it has to do with an older character. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything too much, but that's all I heard. And he told me, like, you got to watch. I was like, ah, maybe I'll get to it. But I never did. It was a gut punch. It was a gut punch. The Marbles one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But basically, both they had 10 marbles each. And the object was you had to get your your you had to pair up and you had to get your your opponent's marbles somehow. So whatever game you want to play. You play. So some would make up a game where like you throw a marble, whoever got closest to the wall gets both marbles or whatever. And so just uh, like seeing who ends up with uh, all the marbles at the end, so to speak. Oh. It was re- you should watch it, Jason. I'm, yeah, I'm like, intrigued it's pretty, now. It's, it's kind of rough at, at some t- points, but it's really intriguing. It'll set you up and you'll be ready for the, the second season yeah, when yep, that yeah, comes out. Two, yeah. so, uh, that's trending. And then Baby Ruth is trending. So the candy bar brand, they have a new limited edition fas- fashion accessory to celebrate Father's Day with this year. It's called the Daddy Ruth by Baby Ruth. 
It's nothing to eat. It's actually a cargo tie. You know how all dads wear the cargo shorts? Well, now it's a cargo tie, a tie with compartments like you would find on cargo shorts. To get one for your dad, you just need to go to Baby Ruth's Twitter, tag someone deserving of the product, and then according to the company, all kinds of things can be stored in the tie. You've got, you can put Baby Ruth candy bars in there. You can put screwdrivers, pliers, and more. So if you're looking for a very unique, non-traditional Father's Day gift this year, this new product may fit the bill, and that is what's trending. Post Malone, uh, you're going to go see him. We have your tickets in 12 minutes. Let's get it now. It's Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. All right. Conan, good morning. Good morning. You are caller 20. Yeah, oh, my gosh. No way. <laughs> you got Thank it. You guys. You're welcome. What are you up to this morning? Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you say it again? I'm I said, what are you doing this morning? What are you up to? Oh, I just... Uh, just left an appointment. I'm gonna head to work a little late. Uh, just hopped in my truck and uh, it said to call, and I called. That's amazing. <laughs> See what did, you know? Just going to the appointments, everyday life. You hear someone say call, and you do it, and you win. Congratulations! Wow, thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening, Conan. You're all set, buddy, with your tickets to see Post Malone. Now, we'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 740 and 940. And, in fact, if you want to win your tickets today, Heather has a pair for you coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. We will be back tomorrow. Lots coming up. We are going to make sure you get more of those tickets to see Post Malone. Win them before you can buy them tickets. We have those coming up tomorrow morning in the 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock hour. More Machine Gun Kelly tickets in the 8 o'clock hour. And it's Thursday, so that means we'll be playing a little incoherence. See if you can guess our gibberish. I mean, if you listen to the show every day, you basically can. <laughs> this sounds about the same. Yeah, so. it's no different. What's the game? Yeah, so we're going to be doing that in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow. And right now, it's time for the line of the day. This morning was two truths and a lie. And one of us has to tell a lie. It's the game. And some of us, well, we, but we, we whip up some great tales. Take a listen to this. My mom, I don't know if you guys, I told you guys this before, but uh, my mom is an expert at the Rubik's Cube. She, (laughs) (laughs) she, (laughs) (laughs) you're wasting my time. Um, She is an expert at the Rubik's Cube. And as kids, she taught us all how to, how to totally fix a Rubik's Cube in under a minute. Fascinating. Who knew she had that skill? You knew I was lying the second it came out of my mouth. <laughs> I tried it. so hard to make it sound believable, but you just knew. I couldn't contain myself. I'm, so I'm out. That <laughs> was good. All right, that'll do it for show number 1645 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 